1: Good morning, everybody. I am Pam Myers with Pam Myers Social Media. Welcome to Three Essential Questions. Uh, my co-host is the fabulous Erica Yokum with virtual personal assistance. And our guest this week on Three Essential Questions is Monty, the owner of Scars Guard Farms here in Albuquerque. Um, welcome, Monty. Thanks for joining us on the podcast this morning.
2: Thank you for having me. Good to be with you guys. Yeah.
1: So what have you, the first question is, what have you learned about yourself? And obviously it's yourself and your business during this whole pandemic.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, seeing as we're, what, exactly a year into the uh, yeah, into yeah. the craziness, um, learned a lot, I've learned our, what our uh, pain threshold can be, and um <laughs> kind of thinking that um, definitely not like a Navy seal or anything, but we've put ourselves through some pretty uh, crazy times over the last year mm. um, with just the, the demand for home delivery products have just gone through the roof, probably four or five X uh, from what, what it was, um, you know, a year ago. Um, and so our, um, our team and everybody's just been putting in crazy hours and lots of uh, innovation on the go. We kind of j- half, I mean, probably half jokingly, about it. It's like changing a tire on a moving car. So um, that's that's what we've been doing uh, for the wow. for the last year or so. Um, yeah, so learned I think learned a lot and realized that I can do a lot more than I was doing before. Wow. Same amount, yeah, same amount of time.
3: <laughs> how how yeah, it's food, right? I mean you're you're, sent, you're if people are looking for especially when it's we're talking about sickness and illness. People want to they start thinking about, well, if I eat better, I have better yeah. chances to to not get sick and that type of stuff. So I would imagine that that, yeah, that that a, a business like yours would be the first place people would turn to.
1: And then, yeah,
3: I, 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 so I had never done anything. I'd never had food delivered or anything like that because we live out in the boonies and I had never even thought about like having groceries delivered or anything like that yeah. until all of this happened i got to say I like it. Yeah. <laughs> like I am actually willing to pay the the premium to not go out in the world sometimes, especially early on, when it was early on and mm-hmm. everyone was just terrified. Yeah. Uh, it 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 made me, you know, very thankful that there were folks like you who were willing to do deliveries. Yeah. And <laughs> and they would <laughs> We'd get the text. I'm here, and they're handed over the fence into a into our into our, uh, into our um, wagon and gone. Like they never, we never even really saw them.
2: Yep. <laughs> no high fives. No hugs. No just, high
3: yeah. fives. Yeah. Standing yeah. at the garage door, you're all the way at the other end, going bye, thank you. Yep.
2: <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, there's, I mean, definitely not alone, uh, Erica. That's there's a lot of people who, I mean, really the, the home home of grocery kind of goes against our history as people i mean, it's like hunters and gatherers and then markets and our grandparents and parents everyone just goes to the market or the grocery store or whatever you want to call it but so it's been a very difficult i'd say up to it it was before uh the pandemic difficult to get people to realize um i mean how how easy it is to order how good the quality of the food is um, environmentally it's fantastic um, versus everyone jumping in their car and driving to go go get exactly. groceries and so it's um, the pandemic I mean it's definitely been a lot of uh, negative things that have come out of it but for, for our industry and for the food industry I think that it's really highlighted the positive that how strong a, a regional food model can feed um, its people um, and again like how how great it is uh, for the environment and, and quality of the food and um, even just diversity I and mean, we really i mean celebrate diversity i feel like in a lot of ways and um to be able to see different labels and to be able to eat different foods that you see um at 90 percent of the grocery stores that have just serious uh consolidation of, uh, of labeling and all this stuff so it's um i think really a good way to to have that diversity and, and bring that to people and not every canned tomato is going to taste the exact same and flavors should taste differently. And um, throughout the the regions of the country and throughout the regions of the world, we should really have those uh, variations. And and those are, again, stuff that we celebrate and and love to have that and see people um, being turned on to uh, some new flavors that we have around here.
1: Now, before Erica asks her second question, Monty, how long, you've been around, Skarsgård Farms has been around a long time. Right? yeah Obviously. we just
2: just celebrated our 18th birthday and uh, wow. yeah, so definitely yeah sometimes it feels like five years and sometimes it feels like 50 years so
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amen <laughs> wow wow okay <clears throat> so okay my question is um how have you how have you responded to the situation so what kind of yeah. things have you you are you doing to respond to
2: this? So kind of the overall stuff is um, scaling up basically everything from people, vendors. Um, so we've uh, tripled our, our staff that we have, um, the vendors that we have, we've asked them to do a lot more than they were doing before. Um, vehicles have doubled the amount of vehicles that we have on the road right now. Um, so that's kind of just, I mean, the, kind of the nuts and bolts infrastructure stuff has been a lot of uh, scaling up. Um, but a lot of it for us is, is kind of gone back to uh, really re-engaging and our commitment to our vendors, to the you know asking the ranchers to do to do more, um, bring us more uh, local meats than we've ever really done, asking the bakeries to do the same. Um, and knowing that it's a difficult time for any business. I mean, supplies have gotten, um, difficult supplies have gotten more expensive. Mm -hmm. I mean, even, you know, cardboard boxes has gone up 20%. Um, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of supply chain stuff where we were, had the eggs and didn't have the egg cartons to actually put them in. So there's been, um, a lot of kind of nail biting, um, type stuff and trying to be creative with stuff, um. But honestly, I think at the end of the day, it, it comes back to um, relationships that we've built again over the last two decades. Really, um, you know, cultivating these relationships with with vendors, um, and then when we're in a real time of need, and that need being um, in a in a really high demand time, um, that we can lean on them and, and ask them to, to do more than they've really ever had to do for us. Um, and that's been a, a great thing. I, I feel like it's brought the um, the kind of community, the agricultural community of, of New Mexico, together um, in a in a stronger way than honestly I've ever seen. Um, th- things have been getting better in, in the New Mexico food scene uh, for years, um, but this was really solidified that like it's time to you know sink or swim, and and everyone's swimming like crazy. And so it's good to see um, the families that work so hard. Uh, all these uh, all the ag families work so hard. There's not a lot of money and food. Um, and so you kind of do it for the, uh, for the love of the food and, and the love of feeding people. Um, but that, so that part of it has been, uh, really great to, um, know and not, not just kind of like theoretically or on the back of a bar napkin that like, Oh, this is, you know, the, 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 the local food model works. I mean, that sounds great when the numbers aren't really being tested. Um, but when things grow by four or 500% in a matter of like six weeks, I mean, there's a test there that um, just really um, puts you to the limit. And again, it was, it was everyone working directly here at the at Scarfberg Farms, but also all, all the vendors we work with. So um, just a, a huge victory, I think, of, for people to step up and um, as even national uh, beef supplies and all of that have been um, really difficult. Um, to have the, the local, the, the small mom and pops step up and um, take center stage on this stuff. has been fantastic. And um, wow. just, yeah, am really excited about kind of getting that foundation raised and set. And then it's like, what can we do now? Um, knowing that what we can do, um, where can we set our sights on from going from there? So a lot of, a lot of really positive, good stuff that I'm that's fantastic. About.
3: It's, it's yeah. nice to
2: hear positive.
1: Yeah. Fantastic news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I love about this podcast is we hear different points of views about different, you know, from different businesses. And I never would have thought. So you were really um, where where small growers couldn't supply restaurants. Now they're supplying you. So you really were a great benefit to a lot of people.
2: Yep. Uh, We've been um, able to keep going. The other kind of uh, side bit for us is we haven't had one. uh, We've got 45 employees um, all working in the pretty tight quarters in in a warehouse, and we haven't had one person um, come down with COVID. Um, We've got, again, kind of a a benefit of our model that we don't have the public coming into um, our workspace. We go to their driveway, um, and so they don't come into our workspace. And, and so our, our protocols to be able to keep um, all of our staff, uh, you know, safe and healthy, um, mm-hmm. had, had, yeah, worked out very well. Um, and so we haven't had any uh, any COVID issues. Um, knock on wood. Um, right here, here at the <laughs> so warehouse. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, to, to,
1: before we ask the third question. Um, can you want to take a moment just to explain to some people who may not have had your service before? So you require customers to purchase a cooler, right? Or, or if they don't have a cool their own cooler, then you require them to have a certain size cooler where you can deliver the food into their cooler. Do you want to walk through that just real quick? Sure. So what
2: um, we were using um, pre pre COVID, we were using reusable uh, Coleman coolers and packing those, and then we would. Um, exchange those kind of like almost like a, you know glass and milk delivery um, for people. So we would have these coolers. Um, but what we found is that we needed to really kind of ditch um, that mm. that model during COVID just for the safety of again of our employees that we weren't
0: because
2: at the very beginning right nobody really knew if it was airborne if like you were touching it wiping your eyes or how you would get it would it would it live on food. So we basically went to a, a straight cardboard box model, and we had to, um, yeah, I'd kind of do away with the uh, with the cooler. So all of all of the orders right now are packed in card, cardboard boxes, um, and then left either at a at a pickup location um, or a, right on someone's doorstep. And so, yeah. but, and again, every yeah, and everything is pre-ordered in advance, um, so that for us we know. Um, how much we need to be bringing in, um, and yeah, and what the, how, how we need to have our inventory control. Um, so it's been, it, yeah, some some changes, but really just kind of scaling up a model that was working working well for us beforehand, and and working even better right now. Wow, yeah, that's
3: very cool. Mm-hmm. That is very cool. I don't suppose you come down to Los Lunas?
2: You do. You do Every Wednesday? Yes. <clears throat> <laughs> we're, we're all we're trying to get all over the state so we just yeah taos el dorado outside of santa oh, wow. fe uh, TRC, no. of well, yeah. so
3: it is.
1: <laughs> how do you make it really- out to taos i mean that would take somebody almost a day right yep.
2: and so we kind of tie stuff together and, um, okay. and a lot of it is just kind of connecting the dots logistically and um so making, yeah, we're able to, way up there. <laughs> yeah, and also making multiple stops. And so it's not just going point A to point B. I mean that you know towels could be uh the, the fourth drop of the day and, and we're hitting uh Los Alamos and White Rock and places like that on the way. So uh, we do a pretty good job, I, I feel like, of really kind of connecting the dots so that things stay efficient. I mean they've got to be financially efficient before they can be um or financially sustainable before you can take care of, take care of the environment at all. So, um, yeah, yeah we do it. We do, I think right now we've got a very efficient and, um, good, uh, distribution network. Wow. So, very
1: cool. wow. That's impressive. So what does it look like on the other side of this? Do you anticipate any great changes? I mean, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I really do. I think the, um, I, I mean, being very honest, like we were kind of a one trick pony uh, beforehand and all of our eggs were in the, the home delivery basket, which is a great basket. So don't get me wrong there. It's a great basket. But one of the things that we were looking at is, um, I mean, nobody has that crystal ball and what things are going to look like six months or a year from now. Um, so for us, what we're what we've been really focusing on the last uh, four or five months is. Um, diversifying our our business model. Um, And so we've got a a new farmer's market concept um, that's gonna be opening at the old model pharmacy on Lomas and Carlisle. Um, That will be a kind of like small bakery and a deli and then a lot of um, produce and fresh juices and things like that. Um, So that's a concept that we're gonna be opening here um, in the next four to six weeks um getting that and actually uh, yesterday we just uh closed on the old uh zacatecas restaurant um and okay. we're going to be using that as a as a big commissary kitchen um for our wow. own delivery cool. um and then also opening up this kind of um, yeah re- reinventing a little bit the um the, the, I mean, the tequila and tacos concept and so this will be a restaurant that will be very heavy in, in the uh, tacos but also um, a real highlight of all the New Mexico ranchers. Um, so it's we're gonna it's gonna be a very um, local, meat-heavy kind of place where you can get uh, Mexican styles, you know, street tacos, and at the same time, if you wanted to grab a sirloin steak from from one of our New Mexico ranchers, and you could do that as well. So that'll be a really uh, fun concept. But it's um, again, really trying to dive diversify. <coughs>
1: Diversify. Mm-hmm. Pros. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at a site. It's so, so yeah, yummy. Yeah, I'm
3: yeah. Sorry. Watch <laughs> for a second. Diversified and? <laughs>
2: um, yes, yeah, so we're really trying to kind of keep things diversified, be very, um, very, keep our roots in the in the home delivery, which I believe in 110%, mm-hmm. um, but also to be able to have these um, locations that pe- the community can come in. Because like, one of the things that we were, limitations that we were really, noticing is that um, great to kind of drop, drop food off at, you know, at your doorstep. Um, but there's doesn't have the community kind of interaction um, that we really feel that the, uh, our business can uh, facilitate with, with the community. Um, so having these two new businesses will be great spots where the community can come together. We can do classes. We can do um, all sorts of kind of yeah, different, uh, different projects there. So to be, a lot of work, but uh, yeah, again, really trying to diversify and and, and get um, get the community more connected with with what they're eating. Very so, cool.
1: how about branding? Are you going to keep the same name uh, to, on the different? So
2: pages? the yeah, so the the farms will will is going to be the kind of root brand. So our yeah, the. The market stand is going to be actually called The Stand uh, by Skarsgård Farms. Okay. Um, and we're working on the, um, the name and the branding right now for the restaurant, but it looks like it will, it will be something by Skarsgård Farms as well. Um, mm-hmm. So that really to try and have each of these, um, the restaurants and each of these different kind of ventures have their own branding and have their own kind of feel to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but also to let people know that we're I mean that our organization is, is backing them and um, so that the commitment to the local uh, the local community and the local producers is all going to be part of that so I, I feel that we've built a very good brand over the last two decades um, so that people just they know that the, the quality of the food um, they'll need to ask if the produce is organic and, and the right, commitment right. to the, the local uh, ranchers and bakers and all that stuff it'll be a, um, great um, showcase, really a real flagship showcase of all the great stuff that's going on here uh, in the state. Exciting.
3: Very cool. Mm-hmm. So Monty, if folks want to know more or they want to reach out to you guys, how would they do that? What's the best way to do that?
2: I think the best way is uh, through through our website, um, which is uh, just www.scarsguardfarms.com. Um, You can also get to it through nmorganics.com. And so that's probably the best way. And then also people can feel free to actually have live people answering phones and everything around here. It's amazing. Um, Our our phone number is uh, 505-681-4060 is our our line here. Um, We're not here 24 hours a day, but... uh, but it feels like oh. it. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes.
3: That's still awesome. It's it's yeah. nice to hear that uh, uh yeah that you hit the pressure points and and actually exceeded and and mm-hmm. grew in 2020 because that's yeah. that's not always the case. I mean it it has been for my business. Thank you very much. Uh it's it's so it's nice to hear positive growth stories too because it's such a it was such a weird year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> my keep my kids keep giving me a hard time. I'll say something like it, oh that was like last year and they'll go, no, no, mom. That was like 2019. 2020 <laughs> exists. <laughs> yeah.
1: It did happen.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. And what we started this podcast last March thinking, okay, we'll run it for a couple of months. And here we are a le- a year later and still.
2: Yep. Not going anywhere, huh? Podcast will be here probably a year from now, still at least, huh? Right,
1: I would think so. Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like,
3: yeah. We'll have to. Yeah, maybe we should change one of the questions. Like, what does your mask design look like? Right. <laughs> Here's
2: right. my answer for that. I go stay with the
0: black.
3: Yeah, I know, right? Because it's the <laughs> simplest ones. I know. I walked into a, a. I walked into my allergist yesterday. I got all the way through the front door into the thing. And signed in the whole bit, and he walked up and he goes, Hi, do you have a mask? And it was like, I just had it, it just completely slipped. I was like, Not a care in the world. (laughs) 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 But you know what? I had two in my purse. So, you know, we're That's where we are. I've got like bags of them in my car and carry a couple of them. My kids got them stuffed in their pockets of their jackets. Yeah, we started selling them. But at least
1: we're prepared. Oh, you're selling <laughs> out.
2: That's cool. Yep. The masks and soaps and got to keep everyone healthy, huh?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Remember yeah. when you used to go to the grocery store and they had like next to the anywhere you would go, they would have like the, you could grab a napkin and yeah. everyone would scoff at me. I would grab one every time the, the disinfecting thing, right? And half yep. the time they were empty and whatever. Boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. Changed.
3: Uh,
2: you can use those and clean your nose out with them too huh? right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah thank you for being a guest on our podcast this morning Moni. it's been a pleasure speaking to you
2: absolutely thank you guys for yeah doing this great work
0: and for having me on this morning absolutely,
1: thank, absolutely. You. <laughs> thank you
0: what does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you a free lunch that gadget you've been eyeing a night out with the fellas with your Premise Perks Check-In account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Primus is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards.